In the 10th episode of The Three Grumpy Simmers, they assemble to pay respects and to commit the body of the simulator that could have been to the depths. The end of a dream with a cancellation of Dovetail Games' Flight Sim World. Hi there folks, my name's Novawing24 and welcome to another episode of the Three Grumpy Simmers and boy is this particular simmy grumpy as hell today. Uh, as always, I am joined by my two uh, famous compatriots, I am joined by the founder and uh, runner manager of Helisimmer.com, Sergio. Hey guys. And of course I am uh, joined by the purple hat wearing aficionado of DCS and Tomcats, uh, the F-18 Tomcat. <laughs> Uh, Belgiode. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it. All I got to say is this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, That's so... all I got to say. All right, take it. All right, <laughs> let's, let, let's, let, let's, it's, it's kind of, again, it's interesting actually for me, um, and, and for us as the three grumpy simmers, because this is once again the sim, we are here talking about the sim that actually got us together. Um, so we are here talking about the announcement that's uh, just come through the community uh, that mm. Dovetail Games Flight Sim World is now been uh, officially cancelled. Um, now uh, we have a, a, a lot to say. We we have, we yes we, uh, we we've got a lot to say on this, but I think I, I personally have a lot more to say about the reaction of particular members of our community. Um, and, and I'm going to get to that in, in just a moment. Um, but I, I first of all want to say um, that we really feel for the developers. Um, th I think that's the first thing that we want to say because we know that um, whether you liked Flight Sim World, whether you hated it, whether you've never even heard of it, um, you would appreciate, uh, I'd hope you would appreciate the fact that developers um, from uh, the coders all the way through to the, the um, the actual uh, sim directing team, uh, they actually, and the brand management team, they actually had goals for this project. They worked tirelessly hard on this project to mm -hmm. actually give us, at the end of the day, what was actually a fairly solid product. Um, and uh, I think that uh, I, uh, I, I don't know, guys. I don't know if you want to say if you want to say a couple of things on that as well. But I think I definitely want to say that the team, from what I'm hearing, the team did not expect this. The team who were actually working at the coalface of this. They did not expect this. Uh, they were caught as much uh, by surprise by it as we were. Um, so, uh, uh, Sergio, uh, Drew, I don't know if you've got anything else to say on this one. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. I, I really feel for the developers. I mean, basically they have the rug pulled out from under them. And I know for a fact that they had things that they were working on for us, things that we asked for, things that we wanted, and they were very... <laughs> very well aware of that mm. and to have this just kind of come out of left field it's got to be devastating i can only imagine what they're feeling right now i mean my heart goes out to them i wish them all the best all the success in the world i know that they're going to bounce back because they're really a bunch of talented mm. people the only thing i'd say at this point is you know hey if you're going to lose your job Take a vacation. Amy, come to Vegas for uh, Flight Sim Expo. <laughs> you're, all your drinks are on me. We'll just show up there and be like, boom, she's here anyway. Now what? <laughs> but no, seriously, I do hope that uh, they're able to get back on their feet and find, uh, you know, 
meaningful employment and so on. But yeah, the whole thing just sucks. It, it's a really bitter taste. Yeah. Although I will also say I kind of saw this coming just with, you know, what's been going on, which we can elaborate on in a few. Yeah, Sergio? I think we all did. Yeah, I think we all did. We all saw it coming. Um, and uh, like, like, you know, like Kristen said, this was the thing that brought us together. And we have talked about it, um, you know, on, on previous episodes. And uh, we've talked about it off, uh, off the screen. And just like you guys, I feel terrible about the team. I feel terrible about this news. And um, it's uh, it, it, it's pretty much insane. Uh, I think uh, they, they, were, they were definitely caught by surprise. Um, I, I was just, you know... We probably uh, did the same um, today. We all went out and you know checked out the Facebook groups and forums and whatnot. And there was a guy um, sharing the photo of um, the PC, the latest PC Pilot uh, magazine. Mm-hmm. And on the le- on the latest PC Pilot magazine, there's you know full page ad for um, an add-on for Flying Sim World. So this was nothing. Mm-hmm. This is not something that was being planned for. Um, for some time, at least, you know, with the knowledge of the team, everybody was yeah. working. Um, as far as I as I know, they were working till last Friday, full steam ahead, yep. to you know keep on working on the features that, like you said, Drew, we wanted, and um, they had no idea this was this, this was coming. And I, I feel really mm-hmm. terrible and very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. Uh, I'm very sad for what happened or what happened to the team, but I'm also very sad with, with everything that's happening on the community. You know, people laughing and yep. uh, gloating and enjoying oh. all this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, and yeah, that, that's a little childish. I mean, yeah. I understand corporations have no heart. I've said that since day one. I'm totally like anti-corporate everything. I'm like the dude that I work in a cubicle because right now I got to pay child support. That's it. If I did not have that, I would not be working an office job ever again for any corporation. But that's and, just me. And I and I think that's um, that, that's uh, that, that's something that I do remember that we talked about very specifically about when we did the episode about when Flight Sim World left early access and went to full full release. Um, and mm-hmm. and we did question that because as much as the <laughs> progress Flight Sim World had made, it still had was still fairly deficient in a couple of key areas. Um, and it was very much a thing of, you know, they just needed to, you know, we, we surmised and we guessed that maybe it was a driver from a corporate perspective of get it out to a certain state by a certain date. Um, yeah. But I, I, I'm going to pick up, uh, Sergio, I'm going to pick up on, on what you said about the community reaction shortly. But actually, Drew, I'm going to pick up on what you said first about what, you know, the, the, the fact that Flight Sim World was giving uh, the community what they were asking for. They were doing it slowly, but they were doing it. Um, right. You know, we, you know, the community complained that they wanted um, more realistic uh, way of weather being produced into the sim. That got introduced. Mm-hmm. The, they wanted um, better terrain textures than the default that comes with um, uh, FSX prepared and explained. They got it. They, you know, we're talking about they want better quality aircraft included as default. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm willing, more than happy to go out on a limb here and say the default aircraft in Flight Sim World were the best default aircraft in any Flight Sim ever. I'm even going to include, um, I'm even going to include DCS in this one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, For what they down. are, the type of aircraft that they are, yes, they are absolutely the best ones that I've flown, yeah. flight model-wise, and even just the looks of them. Yep. Once they actually nailed everything down, yep. performance was flawless. Exactly, exactly. And then we, you know, the community was, was saying they wanted to do things like fly for, you know, to have things to do in, in their sim. So they gave us free mission packs. They gave us, you know, missions and you know, hamburger runs to do. They gave a career mode. A career mode was in production, you know, was, was, which is something I've, for viewers of my channel, I've highlighted on a, on a previous video as well. Mm -hmm. um, mm. You know, it, we're seeing all this stuff that the community has asked for. We, the community was screaming for a jet, and Flight Sim World confirmed that a jet was coming. It was slated for release in, I believe it was supposed to actually be this, this coming quarter. So, you know, like, we're so close to it. So it's, it's sort of a case of that this is the flight simulator that the community wanted. And yet the community seems to be laughing that they killed it. Yeah, not everybody, but yeah, I have noticed a very large percentage, if you will, of folks uh, very pleased that this happened. And actually, one of the, the comments that I've seen often is, you know, people comparing Flight Sim World as being FSX with a new fancy rapper. That's why it failed. <laughs> To those people, I would like to say, have you taken a look at prepared version 4.2? <laughs> That's not a good argument. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it looks like FSX. There's still people out there that are flying FS9 mm -hmm. and loving it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I fail to see the problem there. You know, it's it's a really sad situation. It really is. And I'm... I'm going to say it, I'm not too fond of some of the community right now and the way that they're acting. It is a little bit childish. You know, that's all there is to it. It is. And, uh, and, and, and people people are just following each other on this uh, bashing of difficult games. Yes. And uh, 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 yeah, a, a lot of the problems and a lot of the issues and a lot of the points that I see people pinpointing and saying, you know, um, difficult games has failed and uh, fighting World has failed because of this and that. Most of that is pure misinformation yes people just mm. yeah people just fake news people know. fake news it is people just <laughs> people just you know they they, they 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 see like these two or three or four guys mentioning you know this and that and that other thing and they just keep on repeating it yep. and you know just like you said this is just fsx yeah so it is so it's prepared and mm. to be very honest with you to be very honest with you, and I, I, I'm sure that you guys agree with me here, Prepared looks a lot more like FSX than Flight Sim World does. Absolutely. The base textures never changed. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. The whole, yeah, the whole interface, you know, the whole the menus, everything, it looks, yes! it looks nothing like FSX. Come on, guys. <laughs> and, and, and exactly, no, exactly, exactly. Like it is, no, it is exactly right. The the base menu system, it, the the nav data, everything that is the core of that sim uh -huh. that you get out of the box, yeah, is FSX. <laughs> it just happens to run in a sixty-four bit environment now. Yep, that's right. Sorry, the, no, the, it, the it, flight modeling <laughs> is the same. You know, now you know. Now to Lockheed Martin's credit, and full disclosure, I work for Lockheed Martin. So full disclosure here, people, I work for Lockheed Martin. <laughs> Um, but the flight modeling, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but the flight modeling that's in there at the moment is exactly the same as in FSX. 
yeah. it didn't change. That's right. <laughs> the flight modeling that now here's the other thing is that you know and don't get me wrong again as I've said this before you know prepared is still my main simulator platform has been for a number of years. Now it's got its issues, yes. So did Flight Sim World. So does X Plane. Now let's have a look at some timelines here for a minute, okay? X Plane. I'm going to use X-Plane because I actually think this is the perfect example here. Uh, X-Plane. X-Plane's now been in development now for, I believe, 20 years? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's it was 1990-something. Consumer, consumer platform since 1996. 1996. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we are talking 22 years. 22 mm -hmm. years of development. And in my personal opinion, it only became usable as to a wide audience when X-Plane 11 hit last year. Yep. So we're talking 21 Definitely. years of development before it got to a state which is acceptable to a wide audience, acceptable to a, a, a wide audience of not only dedicated users, I, I hate using the term hardcore, but I kind of have to here, um, but then also being flexible enough to allow people to come in and try it for the first time. And also to have a stable enough framework for developers, for third-party developers, to confidently start investing in it. Because how many third-party developers have suddenly taken on X-Plane 11? Mm -hmm. they, a lot. Yeah. They previously yeah. ignored yeah, every other iteration and focused solely on a platform that is, you know, that was driven by Microsoft that yeah. was even older. And do you know what the community said about X-Plane? For the last twenty years, it's crap. It's rubbish. It's useless. <laughs> Go back and prepare. Going to die. I, I know. Going to die. I, going to die. And I will be the first to admit <laughs> I was one of those people. I will put my hand Look. up and say I said that because it Look, was me rubbish. Too. Yeah. Me too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I haven't discharged. I haven't used Explain until version ten. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And I hated Explain. I I couldn't you know I couldn't even look at it. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest. Even the user interface on Explain 10. Oh, good lord, crap. don't talk to it's, me. It was, it was not kind of crappy. It was really crappy. Kind of? <laughs> yeah, really crappy. But the sim was good. The sim was good enough. And I uh, started to pay more attention to Explain um, with Explain 10. Yep. And now with Explain 11, it's just a whole new sim. And it's finally um, taking off as it should and it's finally bringing the community and developers together. Yep. So, yeah, like I said, it took. 20 plus, 20 years. plus years. Okay. So, yeah, yeah so let's now have a look at um, FSX because that's the other one I'm noticing being banded around the community that, you know, FSX should still be, you know, still be going. It's like, okay, well, you know, that hasn't, FYI kids, that hasn't been developed for, um, in development now for um, <laughs> Most 12, of 12 years. Anyway, um, <laughs> so FSX, okay. So FSX's heritage um, is similar. So when FSX came out in 2006, uh, it had been essentially was the last of the long line of again mm -hmm. 12 years of development 12 15 years of development of various iterations um, yeah and then it was literally the only reason why people were third-party developers were actually getting on board with that was because one it was driven by the powerhouse the financial powerhouse of Microsoft um, and it was the fact that because the platform was it then was discontinued so the platform stayed stable so developers could actually develop for it stably Right. So, you know, we've got that period. So we still got a long, lengthy heritage of development there before it became acceptable to the community. And as we said, people are still using its previous iteration, FS9. People are still using that happily. Mm -hmm. 
prepared. Not only that, but you've got so much attention given to it as well by mm. all the various developers like PMDG and Orbix, all of which latched on around FS9, FS10 period and basically made their business on that. Yep, exactly. And, all, ma made their business, and made their business because it was a stable platform, because it was no longer being right. flexed, no longer being changed, no, no longer being developed. Um, now, we look at Prepared. Now, Prepared, yeah, they, you know, um, Lockheed Martin picked up the license for that, uh, look, the, you know, professional version of FSX, which is the ESP, the ESP license, which essentially was FSX. They picked up the license for that to develop that. They picked up that in 2005. We saw Prepared version 1, I believe, in 2009, and it looked exact. It was exactly FSX. There was no difference. We've seen them develop it now, and again, as we pointed out, prepared version 4, 4.2 is now available. It's got um, some different aircraft in it. It's got some helicopters in it. Um, it's now 64-bit compatible. It's got dynamic lighting and a whole heap of stuff, but we only saw that real... <laughs> yes, and very good VR support. Yes, very true. VR support was in the version 3 as well. Um, but we've only seen them do a step change in their development in the last four years. They've had the license for 12. So it's a case of, you know, we're seeing the fact that Prepared's only really becoming a mature platform after an extended period of mucking around, mm -hmm. as it were. Right. But, it, but it's still FSX. Exactly, but it's still it's FSX. It's still the same flight yes. model. And you can still bastardize and bring in FS9 stuff into 4.2. It yeah. is a horrific oh, yeah. process, but you can do it. Don't do it with AI, it will crash your sim, FYI. Um, so this is my point here, is that people seem to have been expecting somehow that Dovetail Games were going to come in and, and, and to be fair, to be fair, they probably kind of set themselves up for this a little bit as well, um, where they've gone, you know, will shake up the world and revolutionize it and do something different. And they were doing a lot of things differently, but for some reason, the community seemed to think that they were going to be able to do everything that we've been screaming for that we're not getting in the other Sims, FYI. Uh, they wanted to do it like that mm. without realizing that you've only got to where you got with the other Sims after 10, 20 years of development. Like, what the hell? No, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's all about that immediate gratification that, you know, we've mm. basically grown to see all around us in today's world. Everybody wants everything yesterday no one has any idea just how much goes on behind the scenes yep. to get to that point and you also have some bias right mm -hmm. let's yep. be let's be very honest there's a lot of there's bias. a lot of there's, there's a, lot a lot of bias, lot of bias. There's a lot let's of bias. be very honest guys from the start a lot of people has been against um dovetail games and flight sim world right from the start you know uh, dovetail games announced flight sim world and you had half the community saying they were going to fail. People were expecting them to fail. They announced Flight so, School and people expected them to fail. They, they announced yeah. that they were doing mm -hmm. FSX on Steam Edition. They, they announced that FSX Steam Edition and I vividly remember, remember a very prominent YouTuber saying it will fail. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, and when when you have people against, against mm -hmm. a company, it doesn't matter how good, you know, of, of a job they are they are doing because people are not going to support them period and the thing is and you guys know this and um i i, w I was very skeptical at first you, you probably remember drew i was very skeptical at first with the flight mm -hmm. sim world 
Um, and then when you when I think it was at in Flight SimCon a couple of years ago mm -hmm. where I talked to Steve. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that one. The look on Steve's face. He knew exactly who to organize those questions. I, know I, exactly I was there watching, I was helping film that, but that, sure so, that was do. awesome. <laughs> there he is, right? I don't even know where he is in the final video, but that guy, the Portuguese guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, continue. <laughs> but when you know, when you talk to Steve, when you actually talk to the guys at Tiltal Games, and I saw that video, I started to believe in what they were doing, and I started to realize that they were not doing something for that immediate gratification. They were doing something on the long run, yep. and mm -hmm. I, they had a plan. I, yeah, they had a plan, and um, Steve was very um, was very uh, very honest from the start and he mentioned that on the video um, when you ask about helicopters I'm talking about helicopters because helicopter you, you can you can just you know grab the word helicopters and the concept of helicopters and throw anything else that a scene has like you know real-time weather ATC whatever yeah um, he said that helicopters were coming and they wanted to do it right but it were yes. it, it would it would be coming you know much later and right. other stuff that they had on them you know uh, on 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 their on their plate, and I can understand that it's not a priority. It's something very hard to work with, and they had a lot of basic stuff they had to fix first, and they had to implement first, you know, to make the 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 sim um be you know be a good sim, and that's the thing that people. I I don't think that you know, people got it, but people didn't care about it. <laughs> that, mm -hmm. that's that's my vision of the thing people just didn't care about the sim i and, want my a380 now yeah and i and 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 i wanted and i wanted on p3d or explain or whatever you know even now we'd explain uh, we have we've seen i have seen uh, a lot of people um migrating from uh, fsx or from prepare to explain explain is actually getting a lot of uh, new people coming to mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. into the scene into the, into the community but it's 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 so hard. We are very loyal to our sims, and it's so hard for anyone to just we drop in, their sim. Yeah, we invest a else. lot of time and money into our mm -hmm. sim. Like I don't yeah. even want to think about the amount of money that I've sunk into FSX over the years. That I don't. I barely fly FSX anymore. It's it's been FS. It's been uh, X Plane Eleven prepared version three. Now bit of version four, and FSW, that's what I've been flying. But the amount of money of stuff, of the stuff I've got that's in FSX that doesn't yeah. work and will now never work again. Yeah, we get you right, we get very attached to it. Yeah, and you are used right. to it. You know, it's something that you you know you know how to use and you you know how cameras operate and whatnot. And the ironic thing is, at FSW, we had all <laughs> the stuff that we're used to because the cameras work the same way that FSX does. You know, everything kind of works the same way, so it, it, it's, it's kind of ironic that people didn't actually try FSW and try to support FSW a bit more. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it, it's very hard to make, to change people's mind, and people, the people's, people's mindset was against Dufty Games from the yeah. start. Now, I'm, I'm going to pick up on this thread. So um, this is something that really frustrates me. Now, um, <coughs> I'm looking to my other monitor here because I'm going to quote from this. So um, the, uh, I'm, uh, I'm just going to go out and name it. Robert Randazio, 
the gentleman who runs and owns PMDG Sim. Uh, so precision manual, pre precision manual design something or other is Sim Simulations is what it all stands for. Now, of course, he's very much known for bringing the very highest quality um, airliners to the ESP platforms um, and uh, one attempt at going into X-Plane world. Now, I want to call him out on his bullshit. I, I'm not. I'm not going to mince words here. I am not going to mince words. I'm not going to be nice <laughs> about this. Can you say that on YouTube? Uh, um, I'm just going to call him out for it right now. So, um, Sergio, you, you mentioned earlier um, there was a lot of misinformation going around, and mm -hmm. the fact is, it has a lot of it has to be laid squarely at your door, Robert. It's you know you are the one who who um, who spread a lot of the disinformation. Now there was a post that he made in Avsim. Uh, in May, May of last year, where he he basically trashed Dovetail, saying that they were they required they never reached out to developers, they never wanted to talk to developers, they didn't want to associate with anybody, and when they did speak with them, which then counters the fact that you're saying that they didn't want to associate with developers, but let's ignore that moment for let's ignore that for the moment. You then said that they demanded and enforced that they said they were demanding and you they would enforce that you must use Steam. You can only sell your stuff through Dovetail Games or sales channels. You said that in your first version of your post. Um, Dovetail Games then corrected you um, and made their own public statement, but unfortunately the information was already out there. Uh, now, to your credit, Robert, I do notice that you did um, edit your post to remove some of that information, but yet you go on today in your press release on the PMDG website to state that again, and I quote, I quote from Robert, I am quoting from your press release here. Um, it has become clear that Dovetail endeavored to, endeavored to subsume developers like PMDG by killing off established distribution channels, ending existing developer customer relationships, and forcing all developers to become subservient to their own marketplace established using rigid constraints designed to limit competition. That is verbatim from your press release. Now, Robert, tell me, and, um, and gentlemen, uh, for my two fellow Grumpy Simmers, um, do we think this is true? Do we think the community thinks this is true? The community thinks it's true, but it's not true. The community does think that. Yeah. However, yeah, that's been that's part of the misinformation. Time and time again, but okay. Not be the case. So, fact check, Robert. Fact check. Drzeki, Drzeki Design. Sorry, uh, how do you pronounce? Giovetsky. Giovetsky Designs. Giovetsky Designs. <laughs> he has produced scenery that is fully compatible with FSX, FSX Steam Edition with prepared version three, mm -hmm. version four, mm -hmm. X-Plane, and Flight Sim World. And yet, I don't see any of his products available on the Steam website. Hmm, where can I get this from? Oh, I can get it from any of my normal distribution channels, which apparently, according to you, will not sell anything compatible with Flight Sim World. I'm sorry, really? Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Maybe it's just one rebel developer. Oh, wait, hang on a minute. Hmm. What's this? 
pilots. There's more. There, there, is, there is more. Um, pilots. So pilots, for, for those who may not be aware, pilots was the team that actually worked with Orbix to bring us uh, FTX Global Vector. So all the accurate vector data and up-to-date vector for, for the world that you get with um, FTX Global uh, Vector. And that was actually all produced in partnership with, with a company called Pilots. Uh, they also have been the leading producer of Terrain Mesh uh, for, the e for ESP-based platforms for the last 10 years. Their most recent two product releases, their uh, FS18 uh, ter Terrain Mesh and HD Terrain Mesh, they are all both compatible with FSX, FSX Steam Edition, prepared version 1, 2, 3, and 4. Oh, and they include, include bathymetry data as well for prepared 3 and 4 users. And Flight Sim World. Let me just check the Steam store again, shall I? Hmm. There's no sign of it on the Steam store. Robert! You're lying to me! You're lying to the community! The pilot's mesh is available from like the pilot's mesh is available from uh, FS Pilot Shop, from Sim uh, Sim Marketplace, and I believe a couple of other retailers as well. So, Robert, what is your true motivation here? And another random question for you as well. I also noticed that your products, you took a really long time to bring your products across onto FSX Steam Edition, even though. The SDK was made available to you as soon as Steam Edition was released. In fact, I believe it was made available to you before it was released to ensure compatibility. Um, I personally have been waiting. There's actually only one product of yours that I'm actually interested in, and that's the um, BAE Jetstream J41. Only one I'm interested in. And yet, it's still languishing, not working for FSX Steam Edition or prepared. Where's your customer commitment? Oh wait, it's not going to make you, you're not going to be able to charge 200 bucks for a base airliner. So if you want to talk about somebody who's talking about money and greed, how about you look in the mirror, Robert? Just throwing it out there. Now I'm sure that's going to be a very unpopular position with many in the community, but as I said, let's fact check this stuff before you start believing. I never thought I was going to have to use the term fake news in terms of, in terms of flight simulation, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> now, now, to to Robert's credit, he does make a couple of um, interesting points as well, and he does draw a um, a similarity to Microsoft Flight, um, and and Microsoft Flight is, is is a is a is another deceased sim that we as a community killed. Um, which, by the way, Robert, I believe you were actually a big detractor of as well at the time, and yet apparently you attempted to buy it. Uh, with a consortium of other developers as well at some point, uh, along with um, FSX. So uh, for me, I, I do see the parallels with Microsoft Flight, but unfortunately corporate mismanagement has been the undoing um, mm -hmm. of a simulator that had a lot of potential. But we as a community need to take a long, hard look in the mirror as well. We really do. Because, um, Sergio, I think you summed this up perfectly when you said that when a sim dies, we all lose. Yeah, yeah we do. It's it. It's, it's very sad. It's very mm -hmm. sad indeed. And that's not just you know, the only misinformation that's out there. You know, um, I've seen people um, stating that 
um, DevTool Games was not going to support FS, FSU IPC and um, people were just freaking out. But um, do you know why they, were, they weren't going to support FSU IPC? Uh, they weren't going to support it. And uh, I, I don't remember <laughs> when, when was it that they said it, mm. but they weren't going to support it because they wanted to give native support right. for whatever FSUIPC was doing, and they wanted, they wanted FlySim World to do it natively. It wasn't just a matter of shutting it down. It was a matter of offering an alternative inside the scene without having to have an external add-on, yep. which mm -hmm. actually costs money yes and i'm not i'm not saying that peter dawson oh. doesn't deserve the money no, look pete, the pete, thing pete, is... does, pete does great work i i've got fsu ipc myself mm -hmm. um and it's it's a, it's a great module but as you said a, a, it, the idea of the, this new generation of sim sergio was offered natively yeah right so they, they, they were actually adding something to the sim that would allow you to have the same functionality without you know, spending money on it. So I really don't see where this is greedy or this is a bad move against the community or against its users. Mm -hmm. It's quite the opposite. Um, I have yet to see anything in the sim or in the plans that DevTail Games made public mm -hmm. that was either greedy against the community or it wasn't a, at least a bit exciting. I, I wasn't, I wasn't a, a huge fan of career mode but I understand what career mode was, and I, I understand mm -hmm. that people asked for it because yes. it, it it gave you things to do in the sim. And yeah, it's once a reason I to play. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, reason to go to an airport you've never imagined going to. Instead of going to the same, mm -hmm. you know, I'm always going to go between Brisbane and Sydney because you know that's what my PMDG seven three seven will do. It's like, hang on a minute, maybe I want to go to a regional airport, or maybe I want to go to try this small field landing or something. Yes, exactly. Go yeah. a reason to go somewhere where you are not expecting. And now join join these two pieces, career mold, and you know community developers and people doing things for career mold. Mm -hmm. Come on, guys, mm -hmm. this was this was huge. Yeah, and that was like exactly said, what they alluded to in their last uh, update post that got yeah. tweeted and so, yep. sent around I Facebook. Actually, I actually don't see anything, and you know people can prove me wrong, and. Um, if I'm proven wrong, I'm proven wrong. I have no issues with that. Yeah. But I have not. I have yet to see anything in Flight Sim World that wasn't getting me more excited yes. to have it as a sim in a few years. Yes. Not we, now. Yes. We all knew. Tomorrow. We all knew it was going to be. We were in for the long haul. And I specifically remember yeah. Stephen saying at the the, the first um, uh, the first Flight Sim Con that I went to. Um, where it wasn't even Flight Sim World yet. It was Flight School. It was Flight School. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't even Flight Sim World. It was still back in the Flight School days when he said, we are here, you know, he was, the development plan was there for the long haul. They were there to build on it and gradually move things forward. And for those who did, you know, Flight School was rough, very rough, very rough around the edges. It was very rough. But the movement into Flight Sim World saw there was a very major, there's a very major step change in that. And then every time we saw an increase in the development and the capabilities of Flight Sim World. And it was exciting. Again, we were not going to see a fully-fledged sim that we want as a community this year. I doubt we would have seen it for probably another two years. But we were getting everything yeah. that we mm -hmm. wanted. Everything that we've been asking for was coming in. 
Yeah, I remember his words, not week one, not week two. You know, he actually said that. Remember, yeah. Drew, when he was talking about oh, yeah. helicopters and everything? Mm-hmm. No, not what. And, you know, you got to understand, this is not literal. It's not week one and week two and week three, and we have helicopters. Not, It's not weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, Which, guys? Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. It's, a span of, so it's, it's, it's a span of time. It's a timeline. It's a, it's a, it's a roadmap. It's, it was a long roadmap. Yeah. And things were eventually coming, you know, to the community. Now, there's another piece of misinformation, and I'm not, I don't know if it's misinformation or just people just being mean, you know, towards DuckTales games. Mm. Uh, you, you just mentioned it um, some minutes ago, Tristan. Mm. Jets were coming. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, jets were coming. Everybody's saying, "Oh yeah, they they, they have a." You know they did um, uh, a flight sim a flight sim world uh, flight simulator without airliners without ILS guys. That shit was coming. It was just a matter of you mm-hmm. know we as a community yes. help them grow, help them expand. Um, but the thing is, let let's let's be very honest here, mm-hmm. and it's it's not just about a community. We we are a big part of the problem, and we are we are a big part of the problem. But the thing is, Microsoft was this giant that pushed uh, FSX or the Flight Sim or the Flight Simulator uh, franchise forward mm. until just just let me finish this. Yep. yep. Okay. Mm. Until FSX and then you know the flop of Flight, and you have another developer of the ESP of the ESP platform, which is Lockheed Martin. Okay, yeah. and they are pushing it and pushing. Guys, both Microsoft and Lockheed Martin have huge bank accounts and a lot of people working for them. Mm-hmm. The games doesn't, mm-hmm. okay? And there's a huge difference between these developers. You were going to say, Tristan. I, I, was, I was actually going to say that um, that actually makes a very good point because actually I, I'm going to even break it down even further. I'm actually going to use um, FSX and X-Plane. Uh, well, the Microsoft Flight Simulator series up until FSX. Um the reason why that was a success, I think not just because it was Microsoft, but it was because it was Bill Gates. Yeah. Bill Gates loved Microsoft. He loved Flight Simulator. He saw it on the sublogic and went, I want that. I think that's awesome. I want that to develop. He funded it. It wasn't even yeah. Microsoft that funded it. It was Bill Gates that drove it. He wanted it developed. He wanted to progress. He wanted to push the boundaries of what could what could be done and damn the expense. And for anybody else who noticed, who's playing along at home, Bill Gates finished up his time as the head of Microsoft as FSX came out. Yeah. So when the next iteration came out, which was Flight, it was no longer being driven by that, you know, towering passion. inspirational passionate figure yeah the passion which it was because yeah, mm-hmm. he had the passion the drive and the money to be able to do it we look at X-Plane and Austin I've got to admit <laughs> you're one crazy mofo but I tell you what <laughs> your passion no but no yeah. but, but in seriousness your passion no, I know was, exactly where you're going with that your passion <laughs> is so infectious oh my god like I remember sitting I remember sitting in the press in the press gallery um, at, at the sort of the showcase of the demonstration, and Austin, I, I have no idea if you watched this or not. I don't know, but if you do, seriously, you made me actually go back and reconsider X Plane as a serious platform. 
it was simply because your passion and your drive, I could see you were really, you were going for this. You wanted this to succeed. You had that drive and you had the tenacity to survive it through 20 years of gestation to get to X-Plane 11. And that's the kind of passion that as much as, and, and again, this is nothing against the, the development team at, at Dovetail, but they didn't have, they had, they had the passion. They didn't perhaps have the money behind it. And the power. They didn't have the and money, the power. The power. They, were, they, they, they had the passion. They weren't the they guys. The power. Yeah. They weren't the guys pulling the strings and calling the shots. Yep. That's There's the There's the nail on the head. Yep. Right yeah, there. That's it. That right is there. the thing. And we have mentioned this on the previous episode. Mm. The yep. suits. Yes, the suits. The right. suits. The suits. Are, unfortunately, that that is the way it is. So yeah, um, the suits are the guys oh. that you know pull the strings yeah. mm-hmm. at the at the field games. And the, on a lower level, on a lower tier, mm-hmm. you have the passionate guys, and the passionate guys don't call the shots. And yep. I'm sure Steve and the team have worked a lot and tried a lot to keep this um, this project going. Yep. And you know, it just comes up to to a certain point where can't do anything else. Yep. Their hands are tied, and, basically. Yeah. And that's a, and that's why I that's, gutting. that's why I even yeah, that's why I even mm. feel more sad and I feel even more terrible mm. about this happening, you know, yep. because right. those guys get passion. You 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 could see it, you know, when Steve was talking. Steve was Steve mm. is a very calm guy and it was very, you know the uh, way his eyes lit up when he, the way his eyes lit up though when he began mm. talking about what they were planning. Like that was yeah. Ah. He was he was mm. very professional and very cool, and you see him you yeah. know, on that video. But but you can see you can see that you know the passion is there, and he, he was trying to 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 make something really really good for us. He was trying to make flight sim great again. <laughs> okay, okay, one <laughs> no, no, no. reference is enough for video. No, you're you're is... at your quota now. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, he already has two references with the fake news thing. Yeah, I do. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. But no, the, so, that, yeah, that, yeah the, the passions of it are questioned. You're absolutely so, right. There's mm-hmm. no denying they have a lot of passion. I mean, Sergio, I yeah. wish you could have actually met them in person, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to sit there and talk to the entire team, especially for last year's Flight SimCon, when, you know, everything had kind of coalesced al- along the uh, the heading of Flight Sim World, to actually sit there in the presence of Amy and, you know, Chris and Steve and all the other folks there, it's downright infectious. You could feel it. They were ready for this. They wanted to do this. And I'm like, okay, I'm on board. Yeah, and they were so but- excited and just giving us... And, and, they, and that was, again, something that... Um, Again, people who say that, oh, Dovetail never listened to the community. Okay. At Flight SimCon, they sat for hours. Everybody else was packing up and people were sitting there talking to them. Just normal, random simmers that had just come up and said, or had said, we don't really like what you're doing. And then they've sat there and gone, Chris, I remember Chris sitting there and saying, tell me what you don't like. What is it Mm -hmm. you don't like? What is it you want? Yeah, I'll vouch for that. Yep. I saw them still sitting there hours after everybody else had packed up and gone home for the night. And they were still talking to people because they believed in it. They believed in it and they wanted to hear. They were listening to what community was. And again, as I said at the start of this video, we were getting what we're asking for. It was taking its sweet-ass time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But again, looking in perspective, they came a lot further in a lot shorter time frame than any of the other platforms have. This so, is true. 
we're still waiting for that Tomcat for DCS. Two more weeks. <laughs> Two more weeks. <laughs> so, I want to. I want to round I, before we round out the video. I want to dispel one other community myth that seems to have been perpetuated by um, a variety of sources um, about how Dovetail Games was price gouging the community. Um, how they have been ripping off the community by overcharging and under under delivering. Okay, so let's 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 break this down. Um, base simulator cost. Base simulator cost. Sergio, cost for X Plane Eleven. Yeah, sixty bucks. Sixty US sixty dollars. dollars. Cool. Yeah. Drew, how much for prepared V four? Uh, well, let's see. You could either pay about 60 bucks or 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fine. De de or 3,000, yeah. Depend depending on the license requirement that you, you, you should have, if you're a student, you have the $60 academic edition. The if license you're... that you should have, yeah, you yeah, should probably yeah, have the $200, $200 one. Yeah, exactly. So right. 60 or $200, either way, 60, 200 bucks. So let's, let's go with, let's go with what, let's be honest, what the majority of people buy. It's the $60 one. Okay, so we've got two platforms. 64-bit, $60 a piece, 60 US dollars each. Flight Sim World, 64-bit, full world simulator, aircraft, default aircraft that leave, um, in my opinion, leave the other two sims default aircraft in the dust. That was 40 bucks. Cheapest of the three. Um, now, I know mm -hmm. there's a few people who say that, oh, but DCS World is free. <laughs> I knew, oh, I, I, I knew you'd get a laugh at this. The DCS and, and and no, DCS World is free. Yeah. However, is. you get um, I think it's eight hundred square kilometers. Yeah. If that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and two aircraft. But absolutely no fair call uh, on balance. Yes, it is free. But you are limited to eight hundred square kilometers of. Um, flyable area and you're limited to two aircraft one of which wait. you can't interact with the cockpit wait yep. that's not real sim it has no airliners <laughs> <laughs> oh I can feel the I hate can't even. <laughs> I can't even with you Sergio <laughs> I feel the hate flowing through the comments right now okay right okay so that's that's the base sim cost. So we've established that of the three base because, sims... You know, that, yeah, you're right, it's not a real sim because it doesn't F have airliners. FSW failed because it has no airliners, so DCS <laughs> fails because it has no airliners. Come on, guys. Help me here. No one? I'm not even good. He's, he's, right, you know, he's right, you know. Anyway, okay. So, base sim cost. We've established the flight sim world is the cheapest of the base sims that you know have full world. Okay. Let's have a look. Let's pick a... Um, so there was... Um, two aircraft ended up being released. Uh, two payware aircraft were released for uh, Flight Sim World. So we had the P40F, Curtis P40F Warhawk from Blue Sky Simulations and we had the Piper PA28R Arrow 3 from Just Flight. Okay. P40 Warhawk came in at 40 US dollars for Flight Sim World. An equivalent one... Well, there is no real equivalent one, Drew, on, for X-Plane, is there? There is not. I mean, there's like some detail. really older models, but they're not updated for X-Plane 11. So in my opinion, they don't really count. Right. But if we looked at something similar, we'd still be looking at the $40 mark around about. We'll be looking at 30. Yeah. Roughly. Roughly? Yeah. Okay. 
If we were looking at the ESP platforms for something uh, similar, I'll pick, say, the Milvis Corsair, because uh, I think that would be detailed very similar. Hmm. For the prepared-only version, so it doesn't support FSX, only supports prepared, because that was a developer decision, that is, oh look, 40 US dollars. So that's yep, the same price that's point. That's about right. Same price yeah, point. That's about price. right. Okay. Uh, all right, so let's have a look. What else we got? So we got the JustFlight PA28R Piper Arrow 3. So, which is available in how many platforms now? Which, yeah, which, you know, JustFlight uses their as a development platform. They use that to test on Flight SimWorld, um, FSX, and uh, Prepared, and into uh, X-Plane as well. The X-Plane and FSX and Prepared version is 42 US dollars. The Flight SimWorld version, 35 That's a big difference. I actually, I was honestly, I was surprised by how much cheaper it was. I was, I was expecting it to be the same price, but it was actually cheaper. So, again, we've got something that's not, it's not on par, it's cheaper than its other sim equivalent. Now let's have a look at an airport. So Big, Big Bear City Airport, released by Turbulent Designs, coming in at 25 US dollars for uh, FSW. Now, I believe an equivalent one from the same developer would, for the ESP platform would be about $30, should we say? Actually, let's have a look. Um, turbulent Designs. Yeah, I think it's about $30. About yeah. $30, let's have a look. So, pulling from the Turbulent Design websites uh, while we're doing this, this is, I almost got most of my uh, stuff done. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. So, Idaho Falls. So, for X Plains. Glacier Park, I think, Glacier is the Park. other. Yeah. Okay. So, that's in pounds. Let me just do a quick uh, conversion. Thank you for the Googles. Um, so, we're looking at 30 US dollars for Idaho Falls for X-Plane and for Prepared. Versus 25 for Flight Sim World. Mm-hmm. So, Point taken. Remind, so tell, tell me again, tell me again uh, how Flight Sim World and Dovetail Games were ripping off the community. I have a theory. Mm -hmm. I think that people, um, you know, just like they think all add-ons have to be sold through Steam, they have this impression that Dovetail Games is making money from the add-ons. So what actually is happening... 30% cut goes to bloody Steam. Yeah, but people think it goes. That's the the whole. That's the whole misinformation thing. People think that you know those thirty percent go to Deftel Games. I have seen it on some groups. I have seen these people saying this, stating this on some groups. You know, this is being sold through Steam, and Deftel Games is getting a cut. And that's that. that that's my theory because you know. If when when you when you do this fact check that you just did and you compare prices, hmm. come on guys, everything is cheaper for Flight Sim World, everything, even Flight Sim World itself. So my theory is that people think that add-ons are only sold through Steam, and the Phil games get their share. That's that's the only way I see uh, I, I see this happening. So so, so then by that logic though. <clears throat> The prices that we're quoting here and the dearth, if you will, of add-ons that Dovetail had, 
all of that leads me to the conclusion that they essentially ran out of money because they didn't have enough paid add-ons. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Just and this is ridiculous. Like, Don't yeah. say that because people will think it's true. <laughs> so, yeah. They needed more. So here's the thing, guys. At the end of the day, and and I'm just going to give my sort of final thoughts here because, uh, look, for me, this is gutting. Um, And the reason it's gutting for me is the fact that I've now seen two simulators that have an insane amount of potential. There was an incredible amount of potential for development, for... um, breaking new ground in what we do, what we were passionate about. I've seen two of them go under. It was bad enough seeing the first one go with Microsoft Flight, and this one is just as gutting. And the parallels I'm seeing is that I'm seeing developers who are passionate about the product, who have a belief in the product, a timeline for the product, some great work in the, in the pipeline, who do not receive the support from corporate management because they don't have the passion, the same passion that developers have. But I'm seeing, it's like Groundhog Day for me. And I'm seeing the community putting shit on it and being, and spreading lies and crap about it, having never actually taken the time to actually look into it themselves and actually spend some time with it. Um, I've seen several posts on AppSim where they've gone, it's rubbish, it's crap, because it doesn't have airline, it's because it uses the same land class that FSX does. It uses, it's like, you know, or it's got the same outdated nav data. It's like, okay, well, actually, some of the nav data was updated, not all of it, but parts of it were, including the areas around their high-definition airports. Um, Yes, it didn't have airliners in it, they were coming, you know, other things were coming, and it's like, actually give it a chance and think about for a second how long stuff takes to develop. And for me now to having lived through, and these people either have never flown in flights in world, or with one exception, he went on a rant saying how crap it was, and everybody called him out on it and said, how about you, have you actually flown it? And he, to his credit, he admitted that he never had, and everybody went, well, how about you go fly it? And he's like, and he did. And his tune afterwards was, it's not quite as bad as I thought. I'm still not going to fly it because it's not ready yet. But okay, some of the stuff's not bad. I watched him eat his hat and that was fairly impressive. But that's the point is that so many people are bagging it, bad mouthing it and putting shit on it, having never tried it. And that is a very bad indictment for our community. Um, and the worst part, again, going back to what Sergio was saying before, that whenever a sim, whenever, when a sim dies, we all lose. Because now the next developer that wants to work on a simulator, that wants to give us an option, a choice, to give us something new, if I was an investor, if I was a developer, I wouldn't do it. And um, that's my two cents. Yeah, uh-huh. we have lost way more uh, than people actually realize. No, all the all the 
all the amazing features that the flight sim world was bringing, <clears throat> excuse me, was putting on a table in a career move and uh, everything that we already mentioned was something that you don't see on, on the other sims. And, um, and they were doing it. And this would probably open the doors for uh, the other sims or at least one or two sims to start looking at it and start adding this into their own products as well. Um, they probably won't because you know there 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 won't be there there won't be any other competitor doing it. So why waste why waste resources on on doing it? Mm -hmm. So that's 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 why. Why why people... why develop something new when you can just keep pumping out the same old crap every year? Yeah, everybody yeah, buying maybe, it. yeah, yeah. People right. people are just going people are just <clears throat> are just going to buy it anyway. So um, mm -hmm. final thoughts. Um, I wasn't a fly. I was not a fly. A fly sim world user, um, and uh, you know, I fly helicopters most of the time. So, uh, fly sim world right now had nothing uh, for me, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't supporting it, and I wasn't. Um, I I didn't have high hopes for the sim. I did have high hopes. I was supporting it. Um, I talked with people from the Phil games almost daily especially Amy mm -hmm. um, in, about you know just giving my input and talking about new stuff that was coming and uh, mm -hmm. um, just throwing some ideas mm -hmm. um, I I didn't know any any I don't know any of the guys personally like you do but you know for me those guys are are friends of mine mm -hmm. Amy's a friend of mine um, Steve it's not it's not a friend of mine but Poor guy, uh, <laughs> hates me probably, uh, but I, I I have I have the highest respect for 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 Steve, for Amy, for Chris, for the whole team. And I'm you know I'm I'm very sad, and I'm um, I'm very tired of uh, seeing the community constantly bashing other people, other companies, developers, you know whatever, just for the sake of bashing, and. Um, it's 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 very sad to see to see community that could work very well together to just you know be um, be an asshole has the has a get community a, to get a are, get a cheap shot in at somebody else kick somebody while they're down to get a cheap shot in yeah right? yeah like, that, that's, the, to yeah. promote themselves which is what I've noticed a few names in the <laughs> community have been doing. Or just for the or just for the mm -hmm. sake of it, because you know, yeah, the, everybody's doing so. Let let me do it as well. And it, it it's it's very sad. I'm 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 really sad about it. I'm I'm sad for the team. I'm sad for the community. I'm sad for the product that we are losing. And I believe we are losing a great product in the end. So, um, to all the guys from the Deathfield Games team, from for for all the guys that work hard these past years. To bring us um, a great product with a lot of passion. Um, thank you, guys. Yes. Thank you very much for everything you have done. I'm sorry things just ended this way, and um, I hope to see you and to meet some of you personally someday. Thank you very much. I started this whole thing on that very first Three Grumpy Simmers episode by doing this. Remember? Yep. And it yep. became a thing. It became a meme and whatnot. And I was wagging the finger at Dovetail because I wanted them to listen to the community. They did. 
like it or lump it, we're definitely losing what I thought was one of the greatest potential Sims out there. And it is not due to the developers. You need to shift that blame elsewhere. It's the power behind the developers. Because I promise you, in the daily talks that I've had with the developers themselves, yep. they wanted this. So now, circles come around. And once again, I'm doing this, but it's not at Dovetail Games. It's at us, the community. We need to hold ourselves accountable, and we need to ask ourselves, what do we really want? Do we want a brand new flight simulator? Do we want new emergent technology, or do we want the same old stuff? We need to figure out what the heck it is we want. Yep. Because until we figure that out, we're just going to keep throwing shade at every Tom, Dick, and Harry that's got a simulator or, you know, a new and interesting idea that no one's ever tried before. Mm -hmm. But lest you forget, it's all the innovation <clears throat> over the years that has brought us to this point where we've gone from single-line vector graphics back in, what, 1986? To what we have now where I can put on a mask on my head and feel like I'm sitting inside a 737. And I use that as an example. Obviously, I'm not often in a 737. <laughs> but still, you get my point, though. We as a community need to hold ourselves accountable to it. It's easy to, you know, say, oh, this guy sucks or that guy sucks or whatever. But the lesson that we need to take from all of this is we need to give things more of a chance. We need to give things yep. more of an opportunity. Yes. If it fails, oh, well, it fails. But it fails on its own merit and not because we wanted it to. Dovetail, I love you guys. You guys have become friends to me, and I do not ever want you to lose contact with me. And I meant what I said before. Come to Vegas. I'll buy your <laughs> drinks the entire weekend. Promise. On it's... my purple hat. <laughs> All I can... And, and, and I think that summarizes it great. Is I think at the end of the day, um, <laughs> the developers, when they move on to whatever sim that they move on to, whatever program they move on to, um, whichever company ends up hiring you guys um, is going to be in for a windfall because you are all passionate, um, you actively listen to your community and you give what the community wants, maybe what the community thinks he wants. Maybe maybe they should have taken a firm alignment with the community and said, no, this is what you're going to have like Rocky Mountain and X-Plane do. But... Um, I, I, I do want to say thank you very much, uh, Echo, both of your comments, that thank you very much to all, the, all the, the guys who put in the hard work, put in the hard effort to listen to the community and try and bring something different and innovative to the space because you did that. And it's a shame that between the community and, and corporate management, it didn't work out, but that's the way it is. But again, as, as, Drew, as you said, Drew, we as community also need to figure out what it is that we really want because um, that's going to make a big difference. I'm, I'm going to wrap up this, this episode with one final thing, and it's possibly one of my favourite sayings. The most dangerous phrase in the English language is, but that's how we've always done it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let you all think about that and think about where we've gone as a flight simulation community and look at the development spurts over the last 20 years and let you think about what caused them. Anyway, this has been 
a very depressing episode um, of the Three Grumpy Simmers, but one that needs to be had. Um, so again, I want to say thank you very much to my fellow Grumpy Simmers uh, for coming aboard, for staying up late and getting up early um, for this one. So thank you very much, uh, Sergio from Helisimmer.com. So folks, don't, don't forget to head over to Helisimmer.com. Has read some great reviews, some great articles. Uh, about uh, all things helicopter and all things simulation related. And of course, uh, thank you very much to the uh, magnificent and magnanimous Belgio, the Purple Hat Man. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> thank you, and ciao to everybody out there. And don't forget Still to, love you. And don't forget to tune in to uh, Belgio <laughs> channel for some great VR adventures uh, and some great helicopter adventures, uh, particularly uh, tilt rotor adventures of the moment as well. Mm -hmm. And folks, my name's been Novawing24. Don't forget, as always, to like both of these guys' channels on YouTube. Uh, and don't forget to maybe throw a like my way as well. Don't forget to like and subscribe to everybody. Thank you very much for joining us. Take care. Safe skies to all. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now.